Rise above the din. Unbox the news with me, Raghav Behel. So, आने वाले पांच साल में हम five trillion dollar economy बन सकते हैं और ये सपना हर हिंदुस्तानी का होना चाहिए. मैं जानता हूं कि आज देश एक आर्थिक मंदी में है लेकिन मैं 130 करोड़ देशवासियों को यह विश्वास देता हूं कि हम जल्दी ही इसको आर्थिक जोश में बदल देंगे आई वॉज यर्निंग टू हियर दीज वर्ड्स फ्रॉम द रैम्पार्ट ऑफ द रेड फोर्ट आई वॉन्टेड प्राइम मिनिस्टर मोदी टू यूज हिज लेजेंडरी ऑरिट्री एंड इज होप जेनरेटिंग स्किल्स टू एसुएज द इकोनमी but alas he did not even acknowledge that there is a severe slowdown of demand and investment instead his uh, his prescription was more of the same same with of course uh, an unusual a sort of additional invocation to domestic tourists kya aap tay kar sakte hain ki 2022 aazadi ke 75 saal ke pehle hum kam se kam अपने परिवार के साथ भारत के कम से कम पंद्रह टूरिस्ट डेस्टिनेशन पे जाएंगे आफ्टर हियरिंग टूडे स्पीच आई हैड ऑलमोस्ट रिजाइन माई सेल्फ टू एन अनचेंज मोदीनॉमिक्स टू पॉइंट ओ अंटिल अंटिल माई आईज फेल ऑन दिस कोट फ्रॉम एन इंटरव्यू दैट ही गेव टू द इकोनॉमिक टाइम्स ऑन द ट्वेल्थ ऑफ ऑगस्ट टू थ्री डेज बिफोर इंडिपेंडेंस डे It is a fact that some black sheep in the tax administration may have misused their powers in Harris tax payers either by targeting honest assessees or by taking excessive action for minor or procedural violations. Now this synced with his near deification yeah near deification of wealth creators in his red fort speech almost an an admission that his regime may have been too harsh on them until now. जो देश की वेल्थ को क्रिएट करता है जो देश के वेल्थ क्रिएशन में कंट्रीब्यूट करता है वे सब देश की सेवा कर रहे हैं हम वेल्थ क्रिएटर को आशंका की नजरों से न देखें, हम उनके प्रति हीन भाव से न देखें। सो आई डोव डीप इनटू हिज थ्री पेज इंटरव्यू स्प्रेड टू मेक अप फॉर द डेफिसिट एंड द साइलेंस इन द independence day speech you know sort of uh, trying to read uh, from the ramparts of a pink paper now he had used uh, many feel good wall streetisms you know almost uh, almost almost training to sound market friendly and he uh, almost seemed to be liberally borrowing from mba 1.0 revive animal spirits make the private sector bullish and india an investment magnet investment is driven by the private sector but the government will do its bit to crowd in it should be convenient for global firms to bring goods in a frictionless manner and all banking decisions taken in good faith with sound business rationale would not face a witch hunt but alas as i got into the weeds of the interview i began to encounter the familiar shibboleths that uh, had kept modinomics 1.0 moored to statism and incrementalism i want to motivate our industrialists to believe in the india story and the long term potential of the indian market ah the bureaucrats had used this uh, red herring of india's long term potential to cover up their abject failure in buoying the economy through 5 years of prime minister modi's first term and now that uh, we have slipped into an even deeper funk right at the beginning 
of his second term, uh, Prime Minister Modi should be thinking utterly short term to fix the pervasive economic gloom. Just as one example, when the auto industry is in danger of regressing to production levels seen four years ago, you know, you know, it's the short term stupid that you need to be paranoid about, not some uh, abstract dream in 2025. Let me take you back to November 2018, when the then president of the World Bank, Mr. Jim Yong King, commended India's historic rise in the ease of doing business rankings. He said that it was remarkable that a nation of over 1.25 billion people has achieved a rise of 65 ranks in a short period of four years. This kind of performance gives us further confidence in setting still higher goals. Dear Prime Minister, I, I know you extended it to a more uh, general ease of living uh, in your Independence Day address, but please do not begin to believe your own mythology. The World Bank's Ease of Doing Business, EODB Index, is an extremely narrow, it's almost misleading summation of just a few rules which matter to a tiny, a very, very tiny sliver, less than 5% of India's vast population. Most of the improvement came from just four rules that were swiftly changed to, you know, well, some people said to virtually game the system. And worse, on three significant parameters, that's paying taxes, resolving insolvency, and enforcing contracts, these three critical things, we actually slipped. And there's hardly any improvement in, uh, you know, what uh, economists call rigid factor markets or installed projects or extortionary tax policies or in intrusive raids and inspections, which, believe me, are creating a huge unease of doing business. With capacity utilisation crossing 75%, we would see growth in investment from the private sector in the coming months. Dear Prime Minister, do you know when we first heard this 75% explanation for the uh, unusually weak amount of uh, private investment? In 2014. Then in 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018 and now in 2019. Once again, this is a bureaucratic fiddle to hide the true culprits which are the Modi regime's unusually hostile taxation of equity capital. And two, its unusual uh, pension for keeping real interest rates the highest they've ever been. When, for instance, uh, did you last see in any sane or mature economy that the central bank cut rates by 35 basis points? But, but, look at this, but the 10-year treasury bond gained 35 basis points in the next few days. That's perverse. But it just happened in India in the first week of August. Now, I can go on and on, but that would be just a lot of uh, dense drivel. The fact is that Prime Minister Modi, in his address from the ramparts of the Pink Fort, that's the newspaper, made a clarion call for a market-friendly economy. But his Rizina Hill bureaucrats continue to doggedly cling on to uh, big government knows best policies. This must change. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another episode of Raghav's Take.